Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. Today we talk NFL Week 4, we get up to speed on the MLB with Michelle Neat, and I make my first bet. And now, from the Bet Bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Wolkowski. Okay, so we're good, no more wires. I think we're okay. Yeah. I won't tell you. You know why? Because for my Midwest, everything could be going to shit, but I'm okay. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna put on this face that's gonna say, "We're okay, Joel." Yeah, and we, we are. Okay. We do that as Midwesterners. Everything is always fine. Like, you know, I tore my entire knee up. For sure. I went to work yeah. the next day in a job moving furniture, and I couldn't move any of the furniture. And they're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, it's fine. I needed like two surgeries. Hey, but, no, yeah. you know, I did the same thing. Tore my ACL on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, just laid around Sunday, put ice on it, went to work for two days, and then I got an MRI. And we're like, it's off, it's off the bone. Yeah, I'm, I'm so Midwestern. When I got my MRI, I didn't have insurance, so I paid my mom's chiropractor to give me the MRI illegally. Bravo. Yeah, and that... Don't, I, no names. <laughs> no, Dr. James Woda, dear boy. <laughs> well, I've been that. Doctor in air quotes, and he, don't he, say he breaks that. the news. He reads the MRI. He, he tells me, guess who's never playing basketball again? Guess who played basketball again? You. Yeah, and like doctors have told me that, but like those are real doctors. This just happens to be a chiropractor. Yeah, I mean, you honestly, you, you did a really uh, getting back on the court. I gotta say, is pretty incredible. So hey, Pilates, wobble board, icing, acupuncture. Did you get wobble your acupuncture board. yet? No, I didn't get my acupuncture yet. We're gonna no. get acupuncture together. We're gonna have a lot of like team building activities. You know. I, but I, uh, but Joel, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm reading. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna stick some needles in me, and I'm gonna feel better. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't like it. What if they go too far? I saw that Final Destination when they were all he, the guy had acupuncture, and then he fell on the other side of his body, and the, yeah, they went but, in. But what about like that's not good, Joel. Yeah, but the logic doesn't add up. Oh, people are sticking needles in me. I'm gonna feel better. What is that? No, that. No. What do you think heroin is? <laughs> well, it's a drug that had stuff in it, but it doesn't matter. Like these the, for heroin, it go the. The needle only goes halfway in the body, okay? But these, these, how do you get them out, right? If they go all the way in, huh? Tell me, Joel. You just pull them out. You don't pull them out, okay? You pull them out. You ever pulled out a splinter? Absolutely. It's, it's very hard. And you have to do that on your back? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. You, could, you don't even feel it. And we do have to rush this. We get in all these conversations when Sam isn't in the room. It's like, no, no, we've been, we've been talking about betting. Yeah. No, we haven't been talking about acupuncture no. the entire time you were gone. <laughs> um, no, we, we talked about the, the, the betting lines that are going on right now. So yeah. uh, we did that. But, you know, it is a holiday and uh, we're celebrating first day of the, of the NBA finals. We are not allowed to talk about it. That's we got to hush hush. Yeah, Sam, he's gonna power up those collars that are strapped to our ankles. Yes. give us a little shock. Yeah, you know what? I have let to... loose, Sam. Let them loose. I don't and, like it. And I, I really have to acknowledge you because I'm reading that book on Shaq and Kobe. Jeff yeah. Perlman, he's coming on the show Monday. I'm Whoa. very excited about that. I've read all his books. I'm, I'm fanboying out. I messaged him like, "Yo, your book's so good. Can we please just talk about it?" So he's coming on. But I'm reading about the Shaq Kobe relationship. Yeah, and you know that's us. 
York Shack, Thank I'm you. Kobe, right. and we got we got to work Look, on this thing. I'm we got to patch it so up. So like you just you just decided you're Kobe, right? Well, I'm I'm a sociopath. <laughs> oh, okay. I work, All right. I'm I'm always focused on okay. something. All right, that's that that's fine. I, I think that checks out. Okay. And you know, I'm destined not to live past the age of 45 too, so it works out. Okay. But, <laughs> oh, hey. So I want to work on our relationship, and in that, <laughs> I have to give you a moment of recognition. You threw the best NBA Finals watch parties I've ever been to, right? <sighs> the crowd goes wild. I won an Emmy on my on my backyard. You know, I, I mean, it was just it was one of the best things in the world to do because it, I, I remember I was watching Field of Dreams. I was watching Field of Dreams before the finals, and I was like, I can build it. I can build this. To it was it was supposed to be like a, a beacon for the Cavs to use that energy to uh, catapult to the win to the finals. Yes, it didn't work out the first time I did it, but that's okay. We, we we I took it. I took it like a man, like a person, and I was like, okay, we lost. And I I showed that last game. You know, you showed all the games. I showed, showed all the games. You showed every NBA Finals game. Yep. For I think. Three straight three seasons, straight maybe seasons. four. I, cause I was in Mexico the fourth year, so yeah. I didn't go. Yeah. But I think I watched every single game there. We saw the greatest comeback in NBA history oh there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was great. And I, oh, man, those were just good times. And I want to do, you did something for me. I want to do something for you. So we okay. talked about this on the last show. So what I'm going to do, you've never bet before. I'm going to place a bet for you on the, the event we're not allowed to okay. talk about. Gotcha. Like, we'll do a little, like, we're not allowed to talk about the finals here, so check this out. Ask me w if I'm going to watch anything on TV later tonight. Are, are you going to watch any television programs today? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like a five-year-old that just pooped in its pants? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to watch anything on TV. I'm just going to focus on uh, college football, baseball playoffs, craziest baseball day. Yeah. We've got Michelle Neat here. She's going to be our... Great. MLB expert, awesome. but you know we don't know anything, so she's gonna be right. But right. back to where I'm talking about, yeah. I want to do something for you, so I'm gonna place a bet on the NBA Finals for you. Ooh, shoot money tonight! Yeah, and I think the bang for the buck, maybe we could do an NBA Finals MVP bet. NBA Finals. Okay. Does that seem like the fun okay. one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you the options. We can go from top to bottom okay. or bottom to top. Give me the bottom because that, that's where you get the money, right? You know what? There is a money option that oh, I kind of like it. here. I knew it. Kelly Olenek, <laughs> plus 20,000, 200 to 1 odds. So that's $5 to win 1,000. Yeah. Wow. Duncan Robinson has those same odds. Are you serious? Yeah. Ooh, man. Man, what white boy do I bet? And on? you know, we, if Duncan Robinson, him winning the finals is yeah. the best thing for my comedy career because the only bit I've come up with during quarantine is my <laughs> Duncan Robinson impression. <laughs> That's all it is. But he does have he has the same facial expressions as like Christian girls you go to high school with. Yeah, you know, it's just a bit of a fish slip. Okay, next option. <laughs> I like having coffee on the show. We got to do this more often, baby. Um, Andre Iguodala. 200 to 1, Danny Green, 200 to 1, KCP, 200 to 1. And this, Ooh, this next one's a crime. Yeah. Alex Caruso, 18,000 to 1. Oh. Why does he have better odds than Duncan Robinson? I love it, because they believe in him, just like I do. 
Because he's a punchline. Because people are gonna be like, "Oh, he's cute. I want to. He's funny guy. He's Ooh, like a pet Joel, rabbit." Joel, he's cute. He's a funny guy. Can we put our dollar on? No, that? you're you. <laughs> Come on! Uh, place the bet on anyone. God, but this is so. This is my. This is my bet. And then you say no. Okay, I you know what? what is I, this? I will do it. I will do it. For you, we can bet the Alex Caruso. Let's go. <laughs> you haven't even heard. We're. One third through the options, and you've made your pick. Alex Caruso. No, hear these out. <laughs> All right, give me more. Give me the brass. Well, he has the same odds as Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma's not going to do anything, man. You know that. <laughs> Jay Crowder. Ooh, that, that's that's a maybe, but uh, he's going to get one good game. Well, the it. actual MVP is Rajon Rondo at ninety to one. Okay, that you don't. I, care. I doubt that's going to happen, but you but know. the Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I want to unlock you. I want to understand you because you had some weird. T- you always have tweets about the most esoteric bas- athletes. Yes, like you're big on who's this new quarterback for the Broncos? Oh, uh, Brian Rapian. <laughs> I don't know his last name, but <laughs> he is, he is uh, European. So you know, he's, he's European. I don't know, but it sounds like. <laughs> it. Um, but I I saw him. I saw his his Boise State. He played on a blue field for he's four European years. That's from great. Boise State. He played Where on a blue field Idaho for four is. years. Uh, it's not. It's not blue. It's, it's not. The, not the carpet of Iowa is blue. So, so it's oh, green. Okay, That's I'm grass. not saying Iowa. Where do you think Idaho is? Oh, yeah, it's up there. It's like <laughs> it's in the corner. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, Tyler Hero, thirty to one. All right. My favorite, Goran Dragic, twenty-four to one. Ooh. <laughs> Bam out of bio. 10 to 1. You, two great Bams. I know. I know. I would love a Bam, but it's, I think it's too obvious. That's like too obvious of a bet. Jimmy Butler, 8 to 1. Okay. Anthony Davis, 2 to 1. That's too easy. And then we have the prohibitive favorite. LeBron. 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 How much just a, a, for a dollar? What's a dollar? Minus 75. Okay, so he's a favorite. So he's fav- the most likely probability, according to the odds makers, is LeBron winning. So if you were to bet your $1 on LeBron to win the MVP... You would win fifty-seven cents. Oh, so that's a uh, yeah, that's a McDon- that's a McDonald's coffee. There you go. Um, so I'm <laughs> going to keep it on Caruso. You're going to keep it on Caruso. Yeah, bro, let's go. Okay, give me this bet. I'm so excited. You're going to have Caruso one dollar. Yes. To win one hundred eighty dollars. That is so much money. You know what? What, do, what can you do with eight, you uh, know, $180? I got good though. news for you. There's a wager limit on here. A dollar? <laughs> no, no, $5. So I'm going to put $5 on Alex Caruso for you, okay? Ooh, you're juicing the deal with me? It's the limit. Okay. Uh, oh, the limit. All right, that's fine. All right. So I'm going to put five. And if this wins. And if I win, I'm going to take the $4, and you can get the one. No, no. If you win, because we have, <laughs> if you win, this bet gives you nine hundred dollars. Oh, okay, all right. So whatever, eight hundred something. Yet, I get that, and then you get like a dollar. You can settle for the four. <laughs> if you deal, on. shake. All right. Um, somehow against my better interests, I am placing this bet now. Yes, this is so exciting, <laughs> Alex. Alex, we're winning. Watch this. Watch, watch Alex uh, on a television program coming soon that he, you know, he might just score a lot of buckets. And then LeBron's going to be like, uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just going to – he's going to drop 40. Okay. Ah. And, and while we're here, we know I go to the University of Michigan. We know I got midterms next week. I'm just going to put $5 on Duncan while we'll – just, okay. just in case. All right. Just in case. Okay. So I, I'm going to do an ad read. Then we're going to start the show. And you know what? I love doing ad reads here. 
I enjoy it because, you know, I genuinely have used the companies we we endorse, and today we are endorsing ourselves. This show is brought to you by thepropsnetwork.com, a.k.a. the sports better's best friend. I thought that was a buffet. What is thepropsnetwork.com, and why do you need it to bet on sports? First of all, you're going to get some free bets. You're going to get exclusive sportsbook bonuses and betting picks from me, five-time Emmy winner Jamoke Davis, Steve Clark, Connie, Connor Larson, and more an analyst. Plus, you'll learn all about new sportsbook to try in your legal betting state. But that is not all. Sorry. But that is not all. The PropsNetwork.com also has you covered with live odd comparisons for every MLB, NBA, and NFL game. The MLB ones, I've actually been using them. I've had them on in the background yeah. while I do the outline for the show. Cool. The game lasted five hours today, and one run was scored. It's a great sport. So you know you're always placing your bet on the book with the best possible line and payout for your game. So before you make a bet this season, you know what you got to do, Brian? What's that, Joel? Check out ThePropsNetwork.com. Okay. You must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. So let's get into it. Let's reemerge. And um, I'm going to bring you on. I'm going to give you a nice intro. You're going to come sit in. We'll have a great, nice baseball. But I'll, I'll, I'll be real. I don't know baseball anymore. Right. I've had a rough start with the rough history with the sport. We'll get into that. Yeah. But our guest today, you're admin of the comedians that like the NBA Facebook group, right? I'm one of the commissioners, yes. And that's a great group, and it inspired like NFL and MLB ones. Yeah. And I needed someone to talk baseball, so I found the best poster in the MLB group. Yes. And I was like, you know, we need to have someone who can have like informed, fun baseball conversations because. Right. That's not us. We tried Correct. to do. We tried to fake our way through the UFC conversation. It was really rough, but we had a good time. We knew what we were talking about. Yes, but we could not pronounce any names. Correct. So here, let's talk. I think this posting is going to be awesome, and to talk all about it with us is our new MLB expert, Michelle Neat. Woo! Hey, what's up, Michelle? I'll let you get settled, and. Nice to meet you. I'm Joel. I've never met someone up on a podcast before. This is very exciting for me. Yeah, that's your mic. That's good. Yeah, closer. Brian will monitor him. Yeah, that's I got Brian. You. He's over there. And How'd he do? No harm, no foul. He's a real sweetheart. You'll love him. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm the tech dude. Tech you're, dude. You're the tech dude. You guys are the only one in this MLB postseason and like, Today might, like, just by variance, might be one of the biggest days in kind of MLB history. We had eight games. Eight games? Yeah, eight games. Eight. Yeah. So, so I, I have to, I'll let you get situated, and I have to apologize because I, I left baseball for a reason. I followed the sport, like, all through childhood. I'm a Detroit guy, and going down to t Old Tiger Stadium. That's true. And then we had a 10-year span where we had the best team in baseball, and didn't get a ring. And I watched these other also rans in our division, these bitch ass White Sox and Kansas City Royals teams. Excuse do what me? We couldn't. Yeah. The bitch ass White Sox, the ones that are on an incredible run this year. That's right true. now, but come on, that 2005 team, one of the most detestable, unmemorable World Series teams of all time. Listen, as much as I resent the White Sox for what they did to us, <laughs> I should preference that by saying I'm an Astros fan and it uh, hurt uh, you. Uh, 
<laughs> you can get out. You can leave. Both of you, all of you. No, I, I'm on your side, but we do need Brian. He runs the switcher, so he's the only okay, one who... Okay, stay, please, but okay, only I'll, for that. Gotcha. I'll be... I'll no be eye contact if you'll disrespect That's me like fair. that. That's fair. No, and I like I'm just the, the Astros. They did what we couldn't. Like, you were well run enough for some reason to give Verlander that ring, so I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Listen, I'll acknowledge now. Yes, we did cheat. Um, was it wrong? Sure. Am I sorry? No. Yeah, I like that because... If you're going to win, you the know. Yankees, they've cheated, and I'm not expecting them to apologize. So, That's what? True. They cheated, they won. If other teams wanted it, they should have tried harder. Yeah, and it was just that the cheating was kind of funny. You bang on a trash can, that's a cute story. You can be upset about it. <laughs> and then maybe, I like, I, if I was a Dodger fan, I would probably have some burst. I would oh, have an aneurysm. They can but... keep weeping. Ugh. <laughs> 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 That'd be so good if the Astros that just win the, again. It that is like... the, they're the, they're like this. I have a lot of friends who are Dodgers fans. So uh, while I respect, like I respect the Dodgers, they have a really good team, but they're one of the softest fan bases. Oh yeah, they're it's it, they're like babies. the Lakers. They're they're like the Lakers fans. Like they're just like they just want to be there. Like if they have a good team, <laughs> it's like okay, we'll go to the Dodger game. Yeah, so and the, you need that front. You know, they're too spoke because like Chavez Ravine, that is the most valuable real estate in the entire country. Like oh. they they they'll always have money for for free agents just because they're such a cash cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm done being butthurt about the Tigers. I'm getting back into the postseason, and I think this is a good time. Well, I mean, the Tigers might have something next season that I, I would be incredibly jealous, and his name is at the top of the list for their managerial candidates. A.J. Uh, Hinch is, at, is the front runner for the new manager position, which, I mean, out of he's a real player's manager. He's, you know, he he's a former catcher, and as a a former catcher, like they had to manage the game in real time. So former catchers, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, make better managers. Yeah, but we had a players coach who was had, was formerly a catcher, and the Brad Osmus era was kind of a letdown. Mm. Like that's what ended. At We're a allowed to curse on here, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck Brad Osmus. <laughs> <laughs> I say that unflinchingly. I will never apologize for that statement. For the like he. Oh, my God. The way he acted last year, I'm pretty sure the three batter minimum is because of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what? let's not get caught into the maneuver. We can go Brad Osmus all night, but that's not why we're here. We're talk- I think the MLB did a horrible job in their restart. I think they jeopardized their players. I think they were rude to their fan base. And I think it might be one of the luckiest things that happened to the sport. Uh, yeah, um, they did, with their restart, they did almost nothing right. Uh, Manfred and the owners, basically, what I resent about, like, Manfred and how he, he engineered the public narrative to vilify the players and make it look like it was, because a lot of the, uh, a lot of the people who were like, well, the players should stop being so greedy. It's not that they were being greedy. They're concerned about their health and safety as much as everyone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, like I, I love baseball. I really love baseball. It's 99, maybe 100% of what I do. But um, the season just felt awkward, you know? Yeah, because yeah. like the NBA had a plan in place for like three months. And then baseball, they rolled out, theirs out like they were changing things the day of the restart. Right. I mean, it's just 
procrastination all over again. And I think I said this uh, maybe when I was talking to you earlier, but uh, remember how ABC brought back Scrubs and tried to reboot it? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what this felt like. It was like, yeah, it's the MLB <laughs> season, but there are some key components missing, Yeah, like the fans. I think the fans were the biggest losers during the regular season, um, especially because they could have started way earlier and they could have played at least 20 more games. Had, you know, Manfred just and the owners, listen, I don't care. Manfred's the worst, worst commissioner. He makes me miss Bud Selig. Those are big words. And, like, that is significant in baseball because, like, so much of how your legacy goes down is these all-time milestones. And, like, I bet there will be a couple guys who don't hit 500 home runs, who don't hit certain thresholds because, you know, they lost out on 100 games. That's a lot. Well, I mean, you have to think about, like, pitchers who are uh, making their case to be Hall of Famers. Like, uh, I mean, you know, rest in peace, Justin Berlander's 2020 season. Mm. And probably 2021, too. 2021, he's gone. I mean, and he's under contract. So there's, like, discussion of him restructuring his contract. Uh, I digress, though. Um, Okay, so let's get it. (laughs) We're done. We've set the table. But this postseason is going to be awesome, I think. Oh, it already has been. It already has been. Congratulations. You guys announced. <laughs> Thank you. I want to call out, um, I want to pull up Twitter because I have a list. Okay. I know you're going to talk some shit. And before we get started, like some of these odds, like this postseason is moving so quickly, like it's hard for us to keep up with yeah. the odds entirely. So we're going to figure out the best bet for the World Series at this point. I would probably say the Astros, actually. I'm going to buy you dinner after this. <laughs> That's great. Um, I just hate, I, I feel bad for tw- the Twins, just being, if you're a Twins fan, just losing every time you get to the postseason. And then they're also Minnesota Vikings fans. So if you live in oh Minnesota, you God. only win when Fargo's nominated for an Emmy. Are they like, <laughs> <laughs> are they in, Listen, I saw the premiere of Fargo. I feel like it's we're it's, looking at another win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, you have your trophy. Bring it home. Dig up Kirby Puckett. Let's have a parade, damn it. Listen, uh, what's the, uh, the, the football guy's name? The quarterback and... Uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that guy. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, and you, you, we, he, want, he doesn't care if he lives or dies, and because of the way he started the season, neither do the Vikings fan base. If I die, I die. Like, yeah. Cool franchise. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's those are weird words from like the 19th best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, it's like it's, it's okay, guy. You can calm down. Yeah, the 19th best. That's um. You were talking about that Tommy John surgery, and that surgery just destroys pitchers, and for just for so long, it's probably like the longest injury for a, like a player, like in in, in a pro- professional sport. It was almost not called Tommy John surgery because Brent Strom, who is the Astros pitching coach, was actually supposed to be the first one to have that surgery. Whoa! Right, he was only the se- Brent Strom was the second person to have that surgery. What was? How much did he miss by? So you should have gotten injured, hurt a bit quicker, Brett. Listen, uh, for whatever he does, for whatever he's doing, however he, I don't know, he's some kind of wizard. With uh, pitchers, I mean, look at Charlie Morton, look at Garrett Cole, look at pretty much any pitcher who's been kind of like middle or okay. He's turned them into superstars. I mean, Garrett Cole got paid. Yeah. Garrett Cole got got paid. paid. And then you guys have already advanced to the NLDS. Who's your presumptive opponent you're playing the winner of? ALDS. ALDS. Sorry, my bad. I knew that. It's okay. I'm I'm old. I'm just showing my age. When I grew up, the Astros were in the National League. In the National League. Um... 
they, uh, so they advanced, and the winner of the White Sox and the Athletics, they will play them. I'm hoping it's the Athletics, although the, I'm sorry, I hope it's the White Sox, but the Athletics are down Matt Chapman, and he, I mean, he was part of the reason they were such a thorn in our side during the regular season, so uh, I really hope we face the, I mean, because Dallas Keuchel pitches for them, and it would just be, mm bittersweet like chef's kiss if we won and beat him yeah and i do think like the way 2020 is going like you might be the beneficiary of it like you might (laughs) you're in the position of a baseball fan to benefit like someone who makes protective masks anyway because everything's been bad this year and every (laughs) every story's broken down to make the most people upset in the astros winning the world series Will people will be oh, so oh, angry? You can't, you can't even be mad about that. <laughs> like that's potentially like no my favorite story in sports history. That would, I mean, listen. People would try to say now you have two World Series tit- titles with asterisks by them, and you know what? Y'all should have tried harder if you wanted it. Yeah, it's okay. Your logo is literally shaped like an asterisk, so you might as well lean into it. Lean in. I mean. Honestly, at this point, anybody who's still crying about it, <laughs> they can just keep crying because have fun watching the World Series from your couch. I ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we all have to do that, do the social distancing. I will point that out. Oh, but they're allowing family members and friends in the stadiums now. Um, I'm. That's fun. Pretty, I hope overall that they uh, face the Yankees and beat them again in the ALCS. <laughs> yeah, and they, what they they I'm a, a Cleveland fan so Yankees just put the juice on and just showed us that uh we we, we don't they don't care and we, like, mm-hmm. we're we're and not you, good. And you guys habitually you blow well, postseason leads to the so Yankees. Are you more comfortable yeah. being down in this series or oh, Well, of course you love the underdog story. So You yeah. guys aren't you so you're a Cleveland fan. You guys do not have a bad pitching staff this no, season. No, no. It's just the other pieces you can't put together. Offensively, you guys are, no offense, like I said, respect them, kind of weak. Yeah, yeah it's no, just, our hitting's terrible. And yeah. it's just that classic Cleveland thing. Like, Bieber was the, he's probably, he's a, one of the runners Should've for, been, yeah. like, A.L. Cy Young, and yeah. then terrible anymore. first outing oh. in, like, the most stakes. When you needed it. Yeah. They just, yeah, they shit all over his chances of yeah. getting a Cy Young award. Yeah. Yeah, like in I the was first like, inning, they they were like, no. <laughs> yeah, I had it on last night. I was like, oh, this is a mess. I should put on the debate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, well, you mentioned stadiums, like with them being assigned in like all the California and Texas stadiums, like how will these fields affect the style of play? So glad you asked. So, <laughs> um, so all of the NL games will be played in the two Texas stadiums. Uh, Minute Maid Park, uh, pretty much all of them for the most part aren't, they're not really hitter friendly. I mean, Minute Maid Park is, is like a pushed as a, a hitter's park, but it really plays like a pitcher's park. Um, the Croft, like in the Crawford boxes in left field, uh, they're only 300 feet uh, away down the line. And, uh, you know, it looks like a good target for the right-handed hitters, but, um, the short porch uh, limits the amount of space for the balls to fall in, so it's really not people. I mean, it looks like a place where you can just knock uh, things out of the park, and for the most part, like if you're an Astros player, you understand how the park works, so you'll probably have more success. 
but it's a pitcher's park for sure. Um, so maybe bet the unders. Uh, if you see this, the games are being played in what I like to still consider Enron Field. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you take That's the under there. Disrespectful a little bit. No, I'm studying. I'm I'm getting a master's in finance. Enron is is the goal. You dupe some people. <laughs> you sell some false securities. I, I, you're not giving me enough credit for being a Houston ally. My best friend lives in Houston. You, you know what? You can get free respect. You can get, you can have, he's a zookeeper at the Houston Zoo. Ooh. You can have free passes anytime you want. What animal you does really it take? You really buried the lead there. Yeah, yeah. seriously. No, I, literally, anyone here, anyone listening, I can get you into the Houston Zoo. That's the only hookup I have in this world. Does he like hang out with the lizards? Or Ladies. Something? No, he's with the African yeah, hookstock. He, he has a... The the rhinos, the giraffes, Sweet. and he but he loves the okapis. You know, he's a real hipster when it comes to the African of stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Um, I, it's I like, don't. It's I... like a giraffe or a rhino oh, cool. or an okapi. All right, all right. Learning stuff. What's an okapi though? It's kind of like, it's like a rhino. No, it's sm- it's like half the size. It doesn't have the horn, and its face slopes to the ground. I will give you some gambling talk. I promise him. <laughs> he just looks at me whenever I'm talking about something that interests. It's all my fault because I like to go on tangent. Okay, okay, so we know Dar- Dodgers, prohibitive favorite. Rays, like, I know they're kind of juiced on the odds, but Tampa Bay will never win a World Series. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. They, they stand their best chance this year. I think that the Yankees look really good, but they don't look like they're going to be it. Um, uh, yeah, I would say the, the safest, place. like the safest bet or the safest pick for the World Series, if you just want to look at numbers alone, uh, probably the Dodgers, but the Dodgers aren't going to get it because they're pr- always going to be a bridesmaid and never the bride. <laughs> well, and I mean, it, that kind of like, let's bet, let's look at this outcome. No. I don't know if these odds are live because there's a series, but a Dodgers Astros, if you bet on that matchup in the world series, you would have something fun to root for, for the two months. Astros all the way <laughs> because, um, good Lord. I would love to see all of the West coast pissed off. Like it would be oh, yeah. just, mm, yeah. I mean, they're currently on fire and this would be worse. <laughs> <laughs> It would be. They would. They would tout it as being more devastating than the wildfire <laughs> that uh, is burning up all of their state. Okay, so I, I'm I'm bored. I'm at home, and I have some general qu- questions that will maybe help you help me guide my wagers. What pitcher do I never bet against this postseason? Mm, this postseason, uh, I don't want to sound. You know, everybody likes Garrett Cole. I mean, he's favored for a reason he has one of like the best he has one of the best playoff performances out of all of them that we're looking at um another uh tyler glasnow blake snell uh would not bet against Zach green key or mccullers because mccullers is looking good and urquidy jose urquidy for being such a young like a young pitcher with like the least amount of experience he's incredible and you know, I just have to ask this question. Your allegiances have been advertised thus far. Of the yeah. six pitchers you advertised that I should never bet against, how many were Astros? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well, listen, I... All, four of them. <laughs> okay, so two-thirds of them. And who were the other teams that you that were included? Tampa Bay. So I wouldn't... Um, I guess the Yankees ace and... Uh, Blake Snell, I wouldn't bet against either of those. 
Okay, and I'm going to disqualify Clayton Kershaw from this next question as an answer. You know, he did go to high school with Matthew Stafford, the patron saint of this show. <laughs> what pitcher do <laughs> I words. always <laughs> bet against? Um, you can't say Kirsch. I'm not going to say Kirsch. I'm going to say Kirsch. You can't say Kirsch. <laughs> yeah, I've been so nice to you about the Cleveland Browns this year. I'm not, I praise <laughs> them every friggin' week. Because we're two and one, so you can't do anything, so... Mm, I see nothing coming, uh, nothing impressive coming out of Miami. So nobody f- on Miami's pitching staff. Uh, I would never bet on any of them. Uh, what about the amount of COVID cases coming out of the Marlins? That is, they impressive. did that to themselves. Like I have no sympathy for me. Like they just. That's a very Florida thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a very Florida yeah. do. Why are they having these games in like hot spots? The best could... places in the world. Listen, their, their governor. You know, they're probably like. Oh, not that big of a deal yeah oh we're fine <laughs> we have no cases it's not even you can't even release like if i can't see it it doesn't exist yeah that's that's what they do yeah never seen it never i don't seen know it. it never seen it yeah. i don't know what it is it doesn't exist and we probably will have fans by the time we get to the well World their right? lieutenant governor is probably an alligator and uh, <laughs> <laughs> their national their their national or their state plant is whatever the coke, whatever cocaine comes from, I'm assuming. Uh, the coca, I think it's the coca. Yeah. There, there, I don't you know. Go. I don't know. I but think you're. I think you are right. I think it's some sort of bean, but you know. And maybe. your zoo guy can help that out. That lieutenant alligator. <laughs> so we're in good shape. Awesome. And okay, so we know the Dodgers. Their their fans are insane right now. Besides the Dodgers, what fan base has the most at stake? The Astros. Okay, besides the Dodgers <laughs> and the Astros, America's team. Um, who is, I mean, the Yankees who would move the needle on them. Anyone else could this kind of change, like, how this franchise stands right now? I would say, like, probably the Rays. Um, if Toronto, uh, or if, you know, if Toronto somehow, you know, kind of just, uh, oh, wait, never mind. The Rays won it. They advanced. The Rays won. They advanced. Yeah, because it was uh, they're two. They were two and zero in the series. Yeah, and like I do, kind of love like the the just the best of three series. Like I put on that the Reds and the Braves today, and like oh, oh my gosh, the Reds made whoa. so many base running errors in that. Yikes. And in a best of two, best of three, those are just magnified like crazy. And <sighs> and now like I feel like this it has that March Madness kind of thing where there's been some crazy wins. Like, the Astros, like, both those wins, they weren't just wins, they were clutch wins. You, you pulled it out in the ninth last night. I, I had the Reds game on, but I saw you kind of won in later innings today. So, like, that's the launch pad for, like, these teams are going to go on really fun runs. And you're saying, too, kind of that March Madness feel. Like, for Cleveland, Francisco Lindor is my, probably his last year. So this is his senior year to really put it together. But... Because he want to get you if you want to get paid right, he's going to get a good contract. But these are the type of games where you need to come out and like put on a show a little bit, you know. And that didn't happen. And, so. it, and I don't mean to be rude. You might take this as an insult. Probably will. But in your lifetime, which Cleveland Indian is the best postseason performer? Albert Bell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a nice guy. I didn't think you could give that answer. I thought you might go for Joey just because you're such a oh, puritan. Oh, no, no. I mean, hey, we can go all over the place. But I would say Albert, just con- Mr. Consistent. But, yeah, uh, and I, I think the neutral fields actually helped Tampa Bay because they're 
in stadium atmosphere is so bleak. Oh, oh. Tropicana Field? Yeesh. Yeah, they need to put stingrays in there just mm. so it'll be like, have some ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> Scare the crowd a little bit. Yeah, you, know? You, know, you know who really has a fun vibe figured out? SeaWorld. <laughs> Let's uh, do it, Bill. Yeah, if uh, Disney World is the happiest place on Earth, Tropicana is the saddest. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have both the spots. You got to have them there. I, I, I know I just met you, but I like you. You have a great vibe. You're good for the show. Um, okay. How weird would a New York World Series win be? Mm, I don't... I mean... It would be weird. Uh, it would make my life very hard. <laughs> um, very, very hard. Um, so you would punch, like, you see someone with a Yankee shirt on, like, in, in Brooklyn. I already do that on principle. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to go That's into like a bodega for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, I have... Um, an embarrassing amount of credit with Uber Eats. Like that's hey. after the whole like scandal broke, I legitimately for like two seconds got scared to wear any Astros gear out because Ooh. I stepped outside to grab my uh, to grab uh, my food one day, and somebody was walking by. They had a Yankees hat on. I had on a you know they have they always have like the postseason uh, yeah. themed like sweaters or whatever. So I had a hoodie on. And some lady spit at me and called me a dumb bitch. And I was like, wow. oh, my God, that's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. I had no yeah. idea it was that bad. Right. Uh, I think she probably just had mental issues. Being a Yankees fan, I like, <laughs> it's kind of redundant, mental issues, Yankees fan. Again, I have a, a few friends that are Yankees fans, so um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> but uh, love you anyways. And, like, the Yankees, like, they're the bad guy in every story until you guys came along. So you dethroned them there too. So that's kind of mm. cool. It's very great. But very I've good. lived in New York ten years. I haven't had a Yankees World Series title, and like, I don't want to have it in this situation. I want them to have a great run. The Bronx is popping, and everyone you running into on a loading dock is so stoked. And like, a New York World Series should feel like a New York World Series. So like, I would normally want want to cheer for them. I'm. I'm against the Yankees here. So if I have to root for another team in the AL, I think I'm getting converted over to the Astros. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so like in terms of betting, I think these are probably the two most important questions in terms of wagering on baseball. I know you're not a better. I am. Baseball lines are tough. Like when the restart happened, it was the first sport back. I asked my biggest baseball friend fan, give me 10 bets. I'll put $10 on each. Oh, and 10. So <laughs> that's a pretty good record. No, no, no. It's the other way. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the best bullpen in baseball? Uh, Tampa Bay. I would say probably Tampa Bay or the Yankees, but the Yankees are, their bullpen is notoriously inconsistent and they never really come through when they need to. I mean, game six of the ALCS last year, Aldis Chapman, like that dude just finds a way to choke when he needs to not <laughs> yeah throws 104 but you know if they know where it is it doesn't matter so much listen you know 2019 are you kidding me i feel like our amount of sc uh, runs scored in the season would have been higher had we been using it we were very <laughs> good last year that's it plain and simple that's all that happened and like the converse side of that coin we're gonna move ahead of like maybe a few teams will be gone but like down the line who has a flawed bullpen that's going to come back to bite them in the ass? Hmm. 
uh, AL, I would say the Astros. Okay. It's a fall bullpen because we have, we have like what, one veteran, like one actually solid bona fide vet, Ryan Presley. He's our closer now, and he was like our setup guy or just our innings eater last year. He wasn't our closer um, in the NL. Oh, God. Uh, if we're just talking teams in the playoffs, um, hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not really sure on that one. And it, But it is just – it makes sense that you would say the Astros because that's almost an extension of, like, you have these great prospects. You want to lock them up to long-term deals. You want to have a great starting rotation. And, like, mm-hmm. in terms of team building, it's kind of like the old Tigers teams I was bitching about. The bullpen <laughs> comes last, and <laughs> it might come back to bite you in the ass. Well, I would say, yeah, so um, – St. Louis doesn't have a stellar bullpen, and neither does, again, I'm sorry to hate on Miami, but, and I'm not hating. It's impressive that you guys made it. (laughs) Very impressed. Yeah. Fuck, it's impressive that we made it uh, (laughs) below 500 records, so. And then Miami, they can do us all a favor by getting rid of the Cubs. Like, that fan base is overstayed its welcome. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to – they have have vets on that team. So that's that's, that's what that's Miami Miami won today. Yeah, they did. What? (laughs) (laughs) 5-1. And I don't know if you've ever been to Wrigley Field. It's the drunkest place in America. (laughs) So I – Yeah. Like, I once went there during a game. I ate with my aunt at a Thai restaurant. Three people puked in front of the window. I walked by Wrigley Field while I was in Chicago, and I got drunk. Like, that's just walking by. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Welcome to Chicago. I think the Braves are uh, – I think they have some pitching that's injured, too. So, if they – because of what? You said Cincinnati won today, or – No, the Braves no, won. No, the Cin- Braves won. And Cincinnati's Great. been on an amazing – Freddie Freeman walked it off. Damn. Oh, does that? Do you think that might push the MVP in his favor? I know it's a two-horse race for that. Mm, I want to see him win it this year. I really do. So I think it did. I think it did a lot to help his case. And when when is that MVP voting? Because the season's so weird. Did they norm already mm. have it, or is it kind of postseason predicated? I mean, last year they didn't like. It wasn't. It was like after the conclusion of the World Series last year when they announced two one. Yeah. So I feel like it should be included because it's only like they'll play the entire playoffs and be like, oh, it's about time for the All Star break. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like the last few people that have won it, it's. Uh, if I recall, it's not really been some – I mean, with the exception of Jacob deGrom. I feel so bad for him because he is so good, but he is a Met, <laughs> and they are – God, just feel so bad for them. They're always so close. So they have close. all of the pieces, but it's like you have all of the puzzle pieces, and you you can see how they go together, but you're like, no, I'm going to try it different. And I'm going to remix it, and it just you, never works. Oh, yeah, or you get one wet, you get a puzzle piece wet, and then you're – what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, hopefully, Steve, uh, hopefully Steve Cohen uh, does some good things for them. If I had to see a New York team win a World Series, it would always be the Mets. Always be the Mets, but that'll never happen. Yeah, and but we have been kind of studying this in terms of the NBA and NFL, like ownership team ownership matters and like the Mets might be the only instance of ownership mattering in mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, and yeah, and if you want to read a great book on the Mets, uh, Jeff Perlman wrote an awesome one on the 1986 Mets. 
unplugging that because he's coming on the show Monday. Monday? Yeah. I, I believe in his writing so What's much. What's the name of the book? Oh, he's he's got uh, he's got six books. Uh, the bad the bad guys one. It's great. It's a great work. See, okay. I knew that off the top of my head. Look so at you. so let's go around. I think we've got like fifteen-ish minutes to go through all these series. Unfortunately, we a couple of them have been resolved already. So Astros twins, what happened there? Uh, the twins lost, and the Astros did not. We saw uh, Zach Greinke and Framber Valdez who. Last season, Framber Valdez was, I mean, he's got the stuff. He has good. Uh, he has a good spin rate. He was just really inconsistent um, with his control and his inability to uh, locate the strike zone. This season, though, he has been phenomenal. He threw, like, because uh, he, he came in at, in the fifth. Uh, Greenkey, I think, was pulled after four. So he threw just some stellar scoreless innings uh, yesterday. Um, and the craziest thing to me was we all know the Twins postseason history. Vegas actually had you guys as a pretty big underdog. Like Nobody had us. Um, what's the guy's name from Barstool? Jared something? Starts with the, his last name starts with a C. He had is, us is, losing. Is he at Barstool? Is he uh, the white guy? <laughs> They're all white, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. You put on their bet, their bet shows on Sunday, and it's like 12 white dudes. It's, it's, it looks like a jury for a pr police brutality case. Exactly. Like, I'm from Texas, but Barstool Sports is wider than, like, a wider than a Southern Baptist church in Texas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't give any pub to those. We don't like those guys here. So they're moving on, and then probably... I feel like White Sox athletics might be kind of like entertainment viewing tomorrow. Those White Sox fans are so fired up. Mm. That fan base kind of needs it. I mean, Dallas Keuchel got rocked today, which I feel bad, kind of. Uh, <laughs> and do you, I, are you enough of a fan to tell me who the Game 3 starters are? Because that's a game like I kind of want to bet on. Um. I wasn't sure that they had announced their game three starter because I like to keep a pretty close eye on that. But yeah, the, the schedule is weird. Some, some, there's some rest days, some not. But who, who's to say? So yeah, I don't think they really tell you. They, they kind of keep it close. Keep your, keep the how do you, the poker, the poker cards close. You know, I, I I believe that is the expression actually. Yeah, <laughs> you, you play it with the poker cards close. It just rolls off the yes, tongue. Yes, yes, that's what I thought. Yeah, and yeah. So White Sox, you know, I don't know the Athletics in a weird season. Like everyone, I everyone's saying like the Athletics are from a bad division. They don't play divisional schedules. So why is that even like a a thing people are talking about? Well, people like to like people like to grasp at anything mm -hmm. they can to discount uh, the team, like a team's success. Like, uh, there's a lot of fan bases who have a sense of entitlement, um, and whenever you know things don't quite go their way, I'm not even gonna have to name names. We all know which fan bases I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Take that, Baltimore Orioles. Exactly. <laughs> God. Sick of your uppity Cal Ripken praise. <laughs> Get that out of here. Oh, he went to work every day. He loves his job. Seriously. Y'all got Camden Yards. We get it, but. Um, I, li I like the Iron Man. <laughs> you would like the Iron Man. That's the most bitch-ass superstar of all time in he any is, sport. Don't, don't call him a bitch-ass. 
superstar. Okay. Why? He's, because Co- he's a he's a superstar. Okay? Kevin That's Costner it. slept with his wife, and they lied and canceled the game to resume his streak. That entire streak is fabricated. Like we talk about this, the fake records in baseball because of steroids. No record is faker than Cal Ripken's. Oh, how man. how t- he got cheated on. Okay. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> Does it count as cheating? Because during Kevin that time, Costner? during that time Whoa, period, Kevin. he was on everyone's celebrity cheat list. I guarantee it. Man or woman, straight or gay, no one would be denied the of th- course, opportunity. To- of course. So you gotta you gotta give that that that's an asterisk right there. That's where that's that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I heard asterisk and I just <laughs> <laughs> my head snapped. Just. Okay, so Cal Ripken sucks. We we had too much fun. I forgot where we are. <laughs> so there's this Yankees Cleveland. Do the Yankees win tonight? Mm. It's it says it's delayed. It's at delayed the time. because of the rain. Oh darn! Gives us more time. Does so the so the, so um, the New York can just sulk it in Cleveland? So Love it. Dylan Cease, Dane Dunning, and Reynaldo. Reynaldo Lopez are um, potential starters for game three. And uh, if needed, they'll use a combination of the three for that game. Okay. So. And they, uh, I mean, Chicago has a pretty good record against uh, Southpaws. So Melvin, the A's guy, he is still not sure. He still hasn't set his game three starter either, but... Uh, he said the likely starters are either uh, Sean, golly, I can't even remember that guy's last name because I just don't think anybody in Oakland matters. <laughs> um, Man, someone hasn't seen Black Panther. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Damn it. I, I, I know I Mike, if Mike Fire starts, I hope Chicago beats the hell out of them because. Yeah, I think Chicago can do it. That guy, not only is he a rat, but there's a few other very uh, damning moral things that he does. Oh, ooh, what, 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 let, let, let's hear what these damning moral things. That, that's it's, a, most, it's mostly just one. So he has, and it's on record because the girls themselves have come out and said it, uh, he has a taste for the minors. Oh. So there was no. that whole joke floating around that when Mike Minor went to uh, – Went to the A's, uh, there a bunch of memes floating around about uh, Mike Fires when he finds out that Mike Minor isn't a minor. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, that's a good street joke. Oh, boy. If, I, if, I, if you followed, like, a lot of baseball fans, I bet you saw that tweet, like, a hundred times. That's almost all that I follow. In fact, like, sometimes, like, there's the occasional non-related baseball tweet, and it always weirds me out when I see that on my Twitter feed. <laughs> Just, um, I mean, I follow, yeah, I follow mostly, uh, there's a few different fan bases I follow. I follow ma- all major, like, uh, MLB accounts. I was blocked by Fox on MLB. What'd uh, you do? <laughs> I saw a few tweets, and at first I was like, why did they block me? Um, but then I went back and looked at what I tweeted out, and I was like, that blocked me too. And, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty foul. And for, at the risk of repeating things we've covered on the show, that's nothing. I am banned from Major League Baseball, to be honest with you. Wait, how? <laughs> uh, do you remember, like, maybe like eight years ago? Sam, can I go here? Yeah. Like, eight years ago, there was an uproar 
someone had gone onto Facebook as these different MLB teams. They said Derek Jeter was undergoing a sexual reassignment surgery. As the Cubs, they said, fuck Bill Murray. As at the Miami Marlins, they had free pit bull night. And the, the Padres, they, um, Man, I go they, to they said that though handicapped people were technically allowed at the games, their presence was strongly discouraged. And, oh, you know, I don't want to say who did it, but um, they're a six foot three Virgo. <laughs> Um, that's mild in comparison to what got me banned from their Twitter account. Yeah, it's easy to get banned from baseball. <laughs> I feel what I said was so. I mean, and Fox is just not outside of sports. They're not. They're not a neutral or partisan, um, bipartisan publication. They just they're very clearly biased. Anytime anything slightly bad or maybe questionable that might look unfortunate for the Astros, they would get like super, super duper excited. So when they tweeted out like the Astros were on a whatever game losing streak, I tweeted at them. So when you get to tweet about stuff like this, do you all jerk yourselves off or do you jerk off each other? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, it's like somebody, somebody from like Fox, like tweeted back at me, and I was like, "No, I'm not commenting on like the quality. I'm just saying you guys get like super horny anytime you get to tweet stuff like this." <laughs> yeah, and I and then I got blocked. blocked. And we know the leanings of you know Fox News, and we know the leanings of uh, Republicans on Grinder in Washington D.C. So it was a fair question to ask in my book. <laughs> I have a friend who does is a sex worker, and sex workers are legitimate workers. I will say that. And I, yes. um, he works in the D.C. area and uh, can confirm, confirm. about the Republicans. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Heard yeah. it here. Third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bunch of closeted homos in the Republican Party. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back on the baseball <laughs> track. Have to correct this. Right now we have it's breaking right now, but this likable Padres team with MVP contenders—they're they're such a sweetheart team. I feel like San Diego, if fans need this so badly, if there's a most likable team in this postseason, I think it is the Padres. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and they have to. If I have, I mean, because I am an, like a diehard Astros fan, but I am a baseball fan first and foremost, and I would say the Padres have always probably been like my second or third favorite team and to see them be successful like this thrills me to know and um it would be very cool they're like the nationals of this postseason except they have were consistently good throughout the season unlike the nationals who had like a what a 0.001 chance it was like on may 25th of last year they had a 0.001 chance of making the postseason so yeah and they're going unfortunately (sighs) they're going against a kind of dismissed underachieving Cardinals team and that as a Tigers fan let me tell you that's the most dangerous fucking Cardinals team I hate the Cardinals they, they have a terrible <laughs> fan base they they prop themselves yeah. up as the best fans in baseball no and then you <laughs> they know, are trash yeah and they're they're we I mean Astros fans Yankees fans like Cardinals they try and co-opt the entire sport for themselves and tell every other fan base you're not following it correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not good. Meanwhile, oh, cool. the, the Padres, they have a distinct identity. They have never won a World Series, and, despi- and they've always had great uniforms in an amazing park in a city that was deserted by their football team. So, yeah, 
I'm pulling for San Diego. Yeah. And, my, and my teams don't do great, so. <laughs> if I'm pulling for anybody in the NL, um, it would probably be San Diego. It would be wild to see a, a Padres versus anyone in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that would be so fun if, like, San Diego against the Dodgers and they pull that out. That would be That'd be outrageous. Oh, my God. I would probably propose marriage to the whole roster at that point. <laughs> yeah, and it is kind of like the Dodgers. I know they're pr- the presumptive favorites, but I kind of hate the way the game – this won't be good tomorrow. I hate the way they time this game. It's during game one of the N- NBA Finals. No one's going to be watching the Dodgers, and they're going to be against, you know, kind of a crappy Brewers team. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean – I, I look forward to seeing the Dodgers play whoever in the ALDS, not trying to discount, you know, the Brewers, but they were like us, a sub 500 record he- heading into the season. I think they're missing one of uh, the more important pieces in their bullpen. And, you know, we've had a good time here. We've done about 40 minutes, but before we get, out, get you out of here, we like to do something with people that fosters emotional growth. So, <laughs> you know, and, you know, just meeting you, I, I get the vibe that, like, maybe Daria was born in a bullpen. So I'm going to go through, and I'm going to name different L.A. Dodgers, and maybe you give them a compliment. Does that sound like fun to you? She is not happy. <laughs> I'd uh, sooner uh, go out on a date with a Yankees fan than do that. Well, I mean, statistically, you live in New York. That might be in your future. That is but, why I'm single. But <laughs> let's let's get into it. Um, let's Joe Kelly. You can pick the compliment. He's skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton Kershaw. His son is super cute, and I hear Clayton Kershaw is actually a really nice guy. So, like, I don't pers- like he's a Dodger, so I hate him on principle. But he's I have nothing against him personally, actually. Okay, Mookie Betts. Well, shit, he's our, uh, I guess he's kind of like our partner in crime, so I can't really hold anything against him. And he's pretty freaking good, so. Justin Turner. I've got nothing. He looks like that one dude. (laughs) Wait, he's got the red beard, right? Yeah. Yeah, He looks like that one dude from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Like he was one of the wildlings. I couldn't get into that show. I tried many I times. Just it wasn't for me. Watched it. Just watched it yeah, this I mean. past year, past season, uh, like in March or April, and it was all right. But you're right; it was. It's kind of tough to get through. Yeah. Again, very good compliment. So before we get you out of here, here's where I'm spending my money. If 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 I, it's bad, cut me off. Dodgers Astros World Series matchup. I say yes. Astros, World Series. Yes. <laughs> White Sox to win tomorrow night. I would put, uh, place a pretty safe bet on that because um, uh, the A's have a few uh, few players that don't fare well against the Chicago lineup. And then, you know, with my heart, I'm going to wait. If the Padres lose this game tonight, it'll shift the series odds. So if they lose, I'm going to bet them, and I'm going to bet my heart and good odds for them to win the series. Yeah, I would take that. 
And if I, 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 my pledge to you is if I ever bet against the, the Astros, it'll be a live bet based on their bullpen. Okay, I accept that. Acceptable. Right. Well, this was really fun. I've never met someone on air before, but we, we did a good job. Brian? Oh, bravo. And uh, where, where can we find you? What's your, um, what, what are your handles? Mm, uh, I talk a lot of shit on Twitter, so I don't know that I'd be like super proud to have that. Uh, well, but you talked a lot of shit here too. I will point <laughs> out. It it gets it gets worse. Um, at on Twitter, I'm at uh, Michelle. She's Meech. googling it. Well, no, it's just that I forget sometimes. There's like an underscore or something, and I always mess up when I tell people. Yeah, it's at Michelle Neat One, so it's Michelle underscore Neat One. On Twitter and on Instagram, it's uh, G I Meet. So that's a good handle. Well, yeah. Michelle Neat, everyone. Thank you for coming on Ida Blast. Thank you. Yay! All right, let's get to a. What time is it? It is time for an ad read. Bet MGM. Not only are they the official sports book of Jamie Foxx and the Detroit Lions, they're the official sports book of me, Joel Wachowski. Bet MGM is live for legal betting in Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, West Virginia. Are you betting on NFL or NBA this season? How about the MLB playoffs? We know the White Sox are there tomorrow night. Take some of that action to BetMGM. Why? Because for a limited time, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for the Props Network listeners. All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM and use code WALKON20, W-A-L-K, you know how to spell it, to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $500. That's right. Just enter code WALKON20 and up to a $500 bonus bankroll is yours and and then you will enjoy all that BetMGM has to offer. $10 free bets every week in the Money Monday Club, multi-sport parlay boosters, and the new Edit My Bet feature that allows players to change their bet tickets after they submit it. I'm not changing anything. Heat, Astros, I'm with them. So try BetMGM with code WALKON20 now while the offers last. Must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. I love doing that end part. Ooh, today. Yeah, that's my like that's my favorite part of doing the show. To be honest with you, like I'd never done ad reads before this show, and like just nailing that end part is a fun today. Part. You did it. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like now Brian did it, so you could tell how good at doing it I was. Yeah, I just need to hear it. Yeah, that's great. Michelle okay. was great. That was awesome. Michelle was great. Super fun vibe. Great baseball conversation. And hats off to her, hats off to the Astros, and let's talk a little bit of NFL Week 4. I Ooh. think it's going to be a great week of corrections. I'm not going to have the amount of money I had out last week. Why? What did you do? Last week <laughs> I had about $500 on the table. You know I'm, I'm looking for those money line parlays. Right. But it, you know what? I got to admit, I feel a little guilty. What? I had the worst bet win of my life, Brian. What, what do you mean? What do you got? Well... We all know that the Titans had a COVID outbreak. For sure. And I bet on the first team to have a COVID outbreak. Oh, my God. So when I saw that news story, oh, eight players sent home. The trading staff is all sick. My first thoughts were, I just won $25. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so I was it, did Have you spent this money? Do you feel good about spending this one? Well, I tell you, I am... 
I'm gonna I'm flying a little close to the sun. Yeah. Oh, let me just give the asterisk, the predicator that <laughs> all these Sunday bets they they hinge on. I'm playing fast and loose with fast the and NFL. Loose, it fun. starts on yeah. Saturdays with the SEC, baby. Right, right. So I'm doing a money line parlay of Alabama, um, Georgia. Okay. Not Georgia. I'm sorry. Alabama, LSU, and Clemson. It's like I'm gonna bet a thousand dollars. Okay, I, I, those those are the good teams, I think. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, Alabama is, is the one I'm most worried about, which is the best situation you can be in. Yeah, that's true. Now, oh, that's going to be fun to watch. Are you going to watch it? Do you watch it most of the time, or are you too scared? Because I would get too scared and just like hide myself in the bathroom and just wait. Mm, with a big multiplier, it, you have better luck if you don't watch. Okay. A big money line bet, you want to monitor on your phone, and then you want to use your proceeds to play on NFL Sunday. Mm. And that's my plan. My plan is to earn an extra $250. Okay. And l- let's go through the weekend. I know that the Titans outbreak ruins the Steelers bet that I was so excited about on Unearthed Monday show. Yeah. And it's rescheduled. Right. And you know I hate the Titans, (laughs) but there could be really good value on their money line. Yeah. Like one of the guys who sat out was their long snapper. They're not allowed to practice, but if they're a home team and they're probably going to be, I'm guessing, like bet 25 to win 75, like a plus 225, 250 ish scenario would be my guess. I think I might throw a little on the Titans. Mm. Um, significant to you, and I know we have dissension here. I, I, okay. <laughs> the Steelers are an extremely well-run franchise. Yes, yeah. They had a plan in place that they went through, so this isn't a bet that like I think will hit, but sometimes you just have to read the numbers and say, oh, this is a smart place to put my money. Yeah. So like, that might be the Titans' money line, and like I would, I, I would feel comfortable on both sides. But the thing I want to talk about with the Steelers, we know Ben's old. We know he's not going to age great. But Juju Smith-Schuster was campaigning publicly for Sam Darnold to become the next Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback. Really? I think he just want – Joe, I think he just said, I would like to hang out and catch footballs with you in the future, right? So it's not just – I think – Juju's going to go to the Jets. Oh, no, that's, that's the wildest take of hey, ever. Hey, hear me now. Hear me now, okay? Okay, Juju goes. Juju goes and reunites you with his old like quarterback. You just like saying Juju goes. <laughs> <laughs> and Juju goes back to Sam, okay? They're like, hey, we played in college together, right? And they're like, let's, let's just do it. And then they just have one of the best seasons in the world, okay? You get Levant, you get you get Bell back. And you get you finally get a number one receiver to throw to because uh, having Jay Crowder as a number one is laughable. So you if you get that threat that you that he needs, you might get something there. Use that use that early round pick for a defensive player, a D tackle, or trade it down, get some more picks, sprinkle that team together, and what do you got? You got yourself a stew right there. Spoken like a real Browns fan. See, <laughs> n- they, the Jets are getting the first pick in the draft. The best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning is in this in this draft. And there's an argument that the second best quarterback prospect <sighs> since Peyton Manning is in this draft. Talking Trevor and Justin Fields. But it's such a Steelers thing to do. 
Ben's aging. You have to cut bait on a high round pick. We watched Sam Darnold at USC. Yeah. The dude has great ability. Yes. A lot of success in sports is about your situation, and the situation's been so bad for Sam. The Jets can't possibly evaluate him. So you're you're going to probably fire Gase in uh, two days, and yeah. so Gase is getting fired. It's out there, yeah. dude. We have to bet on. I hate it. I hate, <laughs> I hate it. when you do these bets. I don't like it. He's like, now you're just betting like when he's going to get fired no, and get COVID no, and then we, spring his toe. We yeah, I'm going to bet that if Adam K- if I bet on Adam Gase to get COVID and he did, New York would throw me a parade. <laughs> <laughs> they would bring back the ticker tape for my lucky Polish ass. But they said if the Jets lose, they're firing Gase. Yeah. Those players have to want him gone. I mean, it was the writings on the wall when Jamal Adams was uh, pretty much said, "I don't like the leadership." Pretty in a in a nice way. That was like the nicest way that I could say it. But he hated them. Yes. He, hate, he hated it. So playing the Thursday night game, I know it sucks for these players, but the Jets have the opportunity to get rid of their coach <laughs> and then go on a long weekend. The Jets are losing tomorrow hey, night. Hey, I'm cool with that because that gives the Broncos, my my boy Brian Rapian from European, to get that win. Yes, Brian. Is <laughs> Can we confirm his name is Brian? Uh. Yeah. But okay, it's ripping. All right, let's see. Yeah, he's, I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to sound it out. Okay, Joel. All right, I'm just trying to sound it out. And you know, Brian says that he's he's European, he's Canadian, very close, pretty so, close. So yeah, I think we let's ha- do a 23 and Me first before we're saying what he is. And all, that kind of <laughs> stuff, okay? all right, let's just chill. Okay, so that's, we're gonna get his hair. We're gonna set it to 23 and Me. <laughs> we're gonna make sure he doesn't turn out like the Golden State Killer. Then we're gonna bet on him tomorrow night. All right, great. Okay, another bet I like. I, I feel like this might be stupid. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I like the Patriots against Kansas City getting seven points. Um, <laughs> and I, did you see did you see Mahomes? I did. The, that they were throwing they threw everybody and he on the blitz every time and he just knew where his hot reads were were. <laughs> yeah, and I will point out like I know that it hasn't become a story yet. It's not. No one's talking about it. But yeah. Stephon Gilmore had a tough week too. And then I noticed, even though the the stat line doesn't show this, yeah. Henry Ruggs was burning him on Sunday. Like I was betting on the Patriots, and I thank God Derek Carr has no arm strength because yeah. he has Tyreek Hill had, on that team. Oh man, he Derek he blew, he blew that good just because of arm strength, pretty much. And I. I don't think Gilmer's like losing a step or anything. Uh, the Patriots secondary has lost a lot of people because they've opted out of the season. So with that, people n- that knew their assignments don't know their assignments. So he's kind of playing, helping out where he doesn't need to before. He could just play and act and like react to the play. Yeah. So now he has to play a little bit more covered. But again, you have to remember these are predicated on the parlay outcomes. Parlay outcomes. So. We're having a good time Saturday. Okay. We have that extra 200. And maybe we avoid disaster in the 1 o'clock slate with, right. we'll talk, with my next pick. And and then we throw 25 on the Patriots. We buy it to 7.5, and, and then we tie it with the under of 53.2, under the thinking. They've got Cam Newton. Their running backs looked amazing last week. I think they're just going to 
trot out a really good defensive scheme, mm -hmm. have a run-heavy offense, and there's going to be a lot of clock in that game. Yeah. And, like, I like the Patriots because I like the under in that. Yeah, that under makes sense. Yeah, and it's yeah. Just, the under makes sense, and just, like, I don't like to bet unders. I think it's, ba it's bad karma. Okay. All right. No, it's not good. It's, so it's bad. Well, I mean, it's it makes you inherently pessimistic. Mm. Someone drops a pass, all right. Oh. Field goal misses, good job. Give me those points, baby. Overs <laughs> all day. And overs, that's how Vegas builds their Bellagio fountains off suckers like me. Mm, that's no, I don't know how that's how they fund that. That's I'm gonna try to I need to get a fountain, so I need to <laughs> figure that out. So keyword there was need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some koi fish that are really having a tough go of it right yeah, now. The, the bathroom is not enough for him, you know. I want to give him some more landscape. Okay, so uh, you know every week I look for my money line lock, and I thought mm. I found it in the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. They're traveling to the Panthers. Oh, that's an easy breezy, beautiful Cobra Girl game right there. Is it? Oh yeah. And I wanted their. I kind of. I spent some time looking into the Panthers this afternoon. Mm. I know they don't have Christian McCaffrey. DJ Moore is. You know, a lot He's of people good. like him as a one receiver, yeah. and they haven't actualized Robbie Anderson. Yeah. He was on the Jets last year. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. He, and now he's in a different offense, a different team, and they're actively trying to build a culture in Carolina. Yeah. And so the offense is doable, but that young defense is actually amazing. No, they, they're a good team. I just, if it's going to be a shootout, I don't think Teddy, Teddy's not a shootout type of quarterback, you know? Yeah, and like the, the Panthers' defense, let me go into it. Brian Burns had a great rookie year, but yes. just by the every metric that like determines an elite pass rusher, mm. he's right there with the Bosa's, Melvin, Melvin Ingram, mm -hmm. Miles Garrett, the very best in the oh, game. Oh, yeah, I really love that pick. By and the meanwhile, the most boring player you could draft, the guy who I didn't want the Lions draft, just like I didn't want them to take Brian Burns last year, yeah. um, Derek Brown, he got graded 86 by pro football focused mm. going against the Chargers. I know they're out pouncy, but 86 as a defensive tackle is an insanely good score. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he I mean, they're like, they, they did it right. They, you build that D line first and you kind of just, you know, just sprinkle in some, Oh, you just sprinkle in just like the great, they had, they had just like great, uh, like a late round safety pick. Exactly. That that's where I'm getting to. Yeah. So you you're making my point for me. You build a line so these other pieces can excel. Jeremy Chin, second round rookie. I wanted the Browns to take him. And you know what? I wanted the Lions to take Isaiah Simmons because oh, I was like a, a linebacker safety combo combo. He plays everywhere. Isaiah mm -hmm. Simmons. He's on Arizona. He was picked eighth overall. He can't get on the field. This dude, Jeremy Chin, he's playing 85% of the snaps all over the field, yeah. and he's the player Isaiah Simmons was advertised to be. This is It's going to be a funny little matchup because Isaiah might be playing safety because Buda Baker might be out. Yeah, Buda so, Baker broke his thumb. So And that's that sucks. You, know, you better break your thumb. You know, it's really bad. Well, he but, played with it during the Lions game last week, so credit no, That's him. great, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, if Isaiah is actually decent as a safety, you know, but that's the that's the little gotcha of having a hybrid player that doesn't find your niche early. You're like, oh, let's move him there. Then you're just you're learning the book, but you don't have a, a complete role to dive into. So you're just 
like I'm, I'm, I'll play when I'm out there, but are you good? No, because you're you're probably thinking about everything and not reacting like Stephen Gilmore needs to do more. Yeah, it's kind of like when you move to New York to sta- to to do comedy, you can do improv or you can do stand up. Yes. You can't do both. You, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. You, well, you can. can. You can't be great at both. I uh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so and but that being said, I'm gonna be backing the Cardinals because I think that's uh, eleven that's and five, twelve and fourteen. Yeah. Like that's just you know, I think actually McCaffrey being out last week kind of helped them in against the Chargers because the Chargers were so unprepared for what that offense was gonna be on tape. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I mean it's real. It's it's honestly like kind of the best homework for a team when you don't have your best guy out. And like, how do we win? Because yeah, we all, they all want to win, you know. They can't just rely on one person to do that, even though he runs for like 200 yards and catches for 200 yards, you know. Yeah, but it was kind of like the Lions during the Calvin Johnson era. Mm. Everyone knew where you the ball was that, going, yeah. so it's it's not a great offense. It's a right. great player, and like you can't be predicated on one per. We've said predicated too much. We're sponsored by the word predicated. <laughs> um, they're owned by a bet MGM. <laughs> but yeah, you you need to have a full scheme, and not having McCaffrey, they were able to do that, yep. and like. But that being said, that defense looked so good because they were playing a team. Losing your starting center is oh like yeah, losing. So, uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah, it can de- deconstruct. In it's a, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like a pissed off Cardinals team. I think I'm gonna put an irresponsible amount on their money line. I like it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we we have them sold. And you know, let's go through a couple more games. I I'm taking the Bills against the Raiders. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's 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 an easy one for sure. Yeah, the yeah. Raiders, they had that smoke and mirror win against the the Saints. I will stand by that it had some terrible refereeing every time the Saints were getting a little bit of momentum. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I just think it's a no-brainer. I don't think Derek Carr can do anything on offense. This is this is going to be the it's so tough to be week 4 and say statement game, but this is a statement game for Derek cuz it's like if you don't have that arm strength and it shows again, Mm. I, I think you gotta you gotta have to get it might be Mariota time. Yeah, who's another Derek Carr? There are two guys who came <laughs> I know. down the field. Oh, excuse me, Durr, uh, Nathan Peterman. Oh, <laughs> it's Nathan Peterman time. So let's go. See this show. Sam thinks it's like a gambling show. We're putting it out there. A lot of I market it as a, a comedy show, but really this show exists for my own interests, so I can understand you. Nathan Peterman, Brett Ripien. <laughs> who, how do you become fans of people? My man, when when you when you have to go through thirty quarterbacks in a span of ten years, you know you just kind of latch on to like the first player that you haven't really seen yet. You know. Okay, Lions Saints, great line on this game. Mm. I, plus four. I genuinely don't know which way to go. Are the Saints bad? Yeah. Are the should the Lions be two and one? Are you going to use your inside thoughts for this one? Like your in- internal emotional uh, lions you to pick for this? Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because I, I'm, I, I grade both these teams as just kind of confusing. I don't know what to for make sure. of them yet. Yep. They're both very injured. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Alvin Kamara, if he wasn't a running back, if he just graded him by his receiving stats, he would be the fourth best receiver in the league in every statistical category so Damn. far. And what the Lions have is a very slow run, linebacking core. Mm. So I would advise people to log on Sunday morning, 
Look at the Kamara receiving yardage over yeah. under and take the over on, yeah. on it. He's going to get 100 yards receiving against this defense. Okay. Stafford's going to be slinging it. May, take that. See what happens. Yeah. And then you're going to hate this. Maybe. I like the Eagles. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Me too. Me too. I like. I don't the, know for some reason. I don't know what it is. I like them to cover <laughs> to <win>. the seven. <laughs> <laughs> I like them to cover against the 49ers, and I have – I've done a good job with the stats in this because this is such cockamamie bullshit that I have here. I have a guy who cryptically, every once in a while, he just reaches out and says, you know what, I'll take so-and-so this week. And oh, I, so you, yeah. Yeah, this dude. It's like the Oracle. Yeah, and he's always been right. Whoa. I don't take his advice every pick, but like I get this Instagram message out of the blue, and I was just like, you know what? He says, take the Eagles, and you know what? I think I'm going to take the Eagles. Hey, hey, They'll, you got to take those moments, right? You just, if someone's like, hey, meet me on the corner, you do it, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not betting on the Eagles. I'm listening to the music of chance. <laughs> 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 and let's talk about the what game. What's the spread on that game? Plus seven. I'm going to buy a half point. There is a chance Garoppolo starts, and Garoppolo is not the best quarterback on that team. I think that the Eagles, they're having a come to Jesus off a tie because the worst thing that could happen oh. in Philly is a th tying Ooh. the Bengals again. If you lose, if the Eagles lose that game after that tie, oh boy, oh boy. It's going to be Jalen Hurts siding all day. So, you'll see. Yeah, so I, I like the Eagles there to just – I don't think they'll win. Right. But seven is a big spread against what's essentially the B team of the 49ers. Mm -hmm. They're very injured. They played two of the worst teams in the NFL back-to-back. -back. So I think there's going to be a correction because, like, the Eagles, their problems are linked to just – they don't have a receiving core. Yeah, They have people playing out of position on their offensive line. But you know what? They're playing a team that's just as injured as them, and so I think this is a four, three or four-point game. I, I think so, too. I think you're good. And then game of the week. We'll end on this. Mm. Another one. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Browns, Cowboys. Browns are receiving four and a half points. Yes. Take it. <laughs> Bet it all. Okay? Why? Well, I, I think these are two very similar teams, actually. I can see that. They have great We're better. And by a little bit, but okay. Maybe, but you have elite pass rushers on both sides, but not they don't lead to great overall defenses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These teams run the ball extremely well, but are kind of forcing their offenses to make their quarterback stars for some weird reason. Yeah. So I think these teams have the same amount of talent, the same amount of flaws, and what do you think happens Sunday? I really want them to just control the ball and go let's you know if they're going to focus you know i think teams are going to be like okay well let's you're going to they're going to run you know let's try to you know let's stack the box great good now we get to see obj have his breakout game we can happen well did is o o obj's completely healthy right now yeah he's okay okay and we did. He did announce today that he's going to start streaming video games. Are you excited about that? Oh, I'm already signed up. I'm already, already <laughs> subscribed. Yeah. 
He's pretty good at Call of Duty, so, you know. <laughs> he played over in training camp, so. I, I've watched, and, you know, I've tried to message him, like, hey, LBJ, I want to play. I can, I have a, I'm good at the MP5, but he doesn't say anything to me. Uh, but that's fine. And I, I think this might be time for the receivers, your tight ends, uh, and, you know, and Austin Cooper to really come out and show something. I, but I know he's been doing well bl- blocking and all that kind of stuff, but I think it's time to showcase the, this passing from Kevin Stefanski, and I think it can happen. Uh, Cowboys are resilient, so you know it's one of those you can't make a mistake. So you you got to make you can make one mistake, and that's it. So and we need we need Baker just to not not force the ball and just give what's what's needed, and I think we'll be okay. Okay, so uh, maybe take the Browns. Plus four and a half. I like that four because we can. Our defense stepped up pretty well. I know we're just playing the Washington football team, but um, having healthy uh, corners back. I hope we get greedy back. I'm not sure about that, uh, but we're we're looking. We're 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 tuning up our secondary, so I'm pretty excited. Okay, so our picks for the weekend. We're gonna go Denver on Thursday night. Boom. We might throw. I'm. We might go a little bit on the Miami with the spread. Mm. We're going to probably stay away from Cleveland-Dallas. I'm sorry. I don't feel too confident. But I'm going to go big on the Cardinals game and probably tie it with another money line, potentially Tampa Bay. Or I could go really balls deep and tie it to Buffalo, and those would be great odds. Like the payout of a... Cardinals Bills money line parlay yeah. would probably be about plus three twenty five. That's nice. Maybe maybe two sixty. That's a nice change right there. But yeah, so we're gonna do that and we're gonna be up and be, thanks to the Cardinals, thanks to the Bills, and then we're gonna end the weekend with our fun bets. We're gonna take can't we're gonna take New England and the under. Right. Then in the Sunday night game. We're going to take Philly based off these cryptic messages. <laughs> and then on Monday night, we are going to have to bet the Atlanta Falcons plus seven and a half I versus Green Bay. Yeah, I love that bet. Yeah, there it's a bounce back uh, in like Green yeah. Bay. I know they are 3-0. Yeah. I know Matt LaFleur is supposedly a genius. But I do think there is something to they didn't do anything this offseason. Off so they have the most continuity at this point in time. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, but Rogers is looking that ball though. I think he's he's slinging it. So I don't think that's going to stop. No, and I'm I'm losing that Packers bet <laughs> for sure. But I will never bet on the Packers. Anytime I have, we have lost. And you know what? We have lost overtime, but we've won with the memories we make right here on the Walk On. So we've got shows coming up. Friday, I'm going to have 52-yard Steve Clark on here. I'm going to come into this studio, and we're going to do our Friday prop drop, and then we'll have the professional gamblers' picks. I filmed them today. They are in poor taste. That'll be out Friday. You guys will love them. And then, you know what? We're back Monday, Wednesday, every week until we're kicked out of the bet bunker right here in Bushwick, New York. But keep us in the bet bunker, people. If you like the show, if you like me personally, if you just want to figure out what is going on with that Brian, 
you know, subscribe, download TPN The Walk On. We're on iTunes. I think it's just Apple Podcasts. We have Spotify, Stitcher, Google Pods. And if you want, you can catch us live Monday, Wednesdays, right here on the stream. And that's on literally every platform. Like, if there's a stream service, we are on it. And, you know, hope you like it. And, of course, this is all brought to you by the propsnetwork.com. TPN, if you're Gucci like that. For the walk-on, I am Joel Walkowski, going to not watch television.